Check one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. New music from Morgan Wade and a big surprise from Garth Brooks. I'm Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of May 22nd, 2023. We're bringing you the hottest news and the newest music in country music every Tuesday. So be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And now for the hottest news in country this week. I have a major CMA Awards announcement for everyone. The Ultimate Duo, Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning, are teaming up once again for this year's CMA Awards. I don't know if you remember last year's show, but it was pretty legendary, so I'm glad that they're coming back for a second year in a row. Last year's CMA Awards grew to a three-year audience high, with 9.7 people tuning in after seven days of viewing, which I think is pretty incredible. And of course, that meant they had to add them back. The ceremony will air live from Nashville's Bridgestone Arena on November 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Nominees will be announced in September, so stay tuned for that. You know we'll have the list here for you first. Exciting touring announcements for you. Have to kick things off with Garth Brooks, who is headed back to Vegas with 2024 dates, but you won't be able to bring your phones. This new policy of his has already kicked off for his 2023 shows this past weekend. According to an update from Ticketmasters, attendees will have to put their phone in a locked yonder pouch for the entire event. Guests will maintain possession of their phones at all times and can access their phones throughout the show at designated phone use areas in the venue. I actually think this is really incredible. I've seen a few other artists do this at past shows, and it's something I really struggle with because on the one hand, you want to have some memories from a show, especially if you're shelling out a ton of money. Even if it's just one video or a picture, just something to remember the night by. But I also can see it from an artist's perspective. It must be really disheartening to look out into the audience and all you see are people on their phones and not really getting the full experience. I mean, I remember back in the day going to shows and we didn't even have camera phones, so you couldn't take any footage And it was an amazing time. So I think it's really cool that he's going back to that. And I look forward to seeing if more artists are going to do that. It'll be really interesting to see. You can sign up for his Vegas residency shows happening at Caesars Palace. Now you can register through Thursday, 525 at 5 p.m. PT to become a Ticketmaster verified fan. And tickets for that will go on sale 531. Make sure you sign up ASAP. There is no chance these will not sell out. In other touring news, Craig Morgan announced his headlining God Family Country Tour for 2023. 
in partnership with Operation Finally Home, which will kick off September 20th in Eaglewood, New Jersey. It'll feature special guests, the Reeves Brothers, who will play 13 theater and auditorium dates through the end of October. Tickets are on sale beginning this Thursday, May 25th at craigmorgan.com. VIP experience packages will also be available separate from ticket purchase also at craigmorgan.com. This will be another hot show, so make sure you plan accordingly because there are limited dates for this tour. You're going to need a tissue for this next item of news I'm about to share. Parker McCollum brought his longtime friend who's battling cancer and her family to his show. Her name is Haley, and she is absolutely so, so beautiful. He brought her and her family out to his Houston rodeo concert, and the footage from it is honestly just so incredible, and she is such a force. You can check it all out now on allcountrynews.com for a full rundown and a really incredible video up on TikTok. Congratulations are in order for Tyler Hubbard, who just scored his second number one from his debut solo album with Dancing in the Country. We here at ACN are sending him a huge congratulations, and I'm sure that his Third number one is on the way very soon. More congratulations are in order this time for Ian Munsick, who performed with his family during a sold out show in Nashville. And this was his debut show at the Ryman Auditorium. And selling it out on your first time around, I would say that is absolutely epic. You can catch a full rundown of the show up on allcountrynews.com now. Scotty McCreary celebrated two new RIAA Platinum certifications, this time for five more minutes and damn straight. I feel like this should be no surprise to anyone listening right now. Everything he touches turns to gold and both of those songs are absolute fire so no surprise here and us here at acn are wishing him a huge congratulations i have what is probably some of the most exciting collaboration news i have ever gotten to share on here and that is dolly parton shared that she will be collabing with laney wilson that is the new queen of country and the ultimate queen of country coming together I literally cannot wait for this. Dolly shared that it's a song they did for the Judds and it will be a part of a tribute to them and it will help support mental illness. She said, I got to do Mama He's Crazy with Lainey. I don't even know her, so I'm going to get a chance to visit. And I am dying for the photos of this already. Stay tuned. You know we will have the rundown on that as soon as we have more details. Country music veteran Mike Gossin is releasing a new EP. And for those of you who don't recognize that name, he was part of that incredible band who took the country world by storm all those years ago. Gloriana. If you don't know them, look them up. They were absolutely incredible. 
but he is releasing his own EP, which he says is going to be some of his most personal work yet, and I am so excited to hear it. I was lucky enough to get to see him perform with Tyler Hilton, who is another really incredible artist. If you do not know him, definitely check him out. He played Elvis in Walk the Line with Reese Witherspoon, and he did such a good job. And those two work so well together. I cannot wait to hear this one. He is such an incredible artist. LV Shane is giving voice to Blue Collar Workers with his new tune, Forgotten Man. This song is yet again another incredible showcase of his skills and him performing it live, which you can check out up on his Instagram page now, is incredible. There is no surprise as to why fans are freaking out over it, so make sure you head over to his page to check it out now. One of my favorite country artists, Elle King, is releasing her take on Tyler Childers' Jersey Giant to radio, and obviously his version of it is beyond incredible. He's just so fantastic, but Elle King has really taken it and made it her own. I have heard it quite a few times now. She's played it at shows, and she is just absolutely going to crush you in the best way if you haven't heard it yet. So, so incredible, and I feel like I have been seeing her everywhere lately, and I'm so glad she's getting the recognition she deserves, and I cannot wait to see how this one does at radio. And now it's time to dive into the hottest releases in country music this week. The hottest. First up, we have Ella Langley, who shared her story in debut EP, Excuse the Mess. It's eight tracks of absolute perfection. I am such a fan of her vocally. She is truly outstanding, and she has a really killer collab on this. It's track four. It's titled That's Why We Fight with Co. Wetzel, and it is so stinking good, but the last two tracks are acoustic, and they're literally going to want to make you melt like butter, so Again, make sure you check out the entire EP. It is absolutely fantastic. Brie Jackson works through Love Lost in new single, Strangers Again, and I love the title. It's something that I know myself and so many people can relate to. When you meet someone for the first time, you're strangers, and then when you break up, especially if it's a rough breakup, you go back to being strangers again. And that whole thing of that person and them being such a huge part of your life and knowing what makes them tick. And then one day those things just slowly going away to the point of where you don't even know that person anymore. And it's just a really special song, great ballad. And I'm telling you, it is definitely a must listen for the week. Reed Houghton brings a taste of Alabama to Music City with his new EP, and it is absolutely spectacular. It's self-titled, and I love when artists do this because I feel like when they choose to do this, they're saying, this is me, 
And through these songs, we're going to find out who this person is and part of their story. And I definitely think we get that here. There are only eight tracks and one is one track two ways. We have the regular produced track and then an acoustic version for She Is Both Are Spectacular, but make sure you listen to the whole thing. It's very much today's take on classic country and it's very good. Jade Eagleson showed off his traditional country roots with a new single titled Honky Talkin'. And this one is just super fun. This is another Canadian country artist. I don't know what they put up in the water there, but there are just so many incredible artists coming from there. And it's just so awesome to see because I think, especially in the United States, when people think country, they think of the South. And there are just so many incredible artists coming from all over the world in this genre so another incredible example of that and this song is super fun and it's just one that you will want to have on repeat with your friends make sure you check it out ashley ann's new tune get well soon is clapping back at naysayers and it is such a great tune i am so here for songs that have to do with bullying and how to deal with that, and she does it in such a spectacular way. Make sure you check this out. It's definitely another must-listen for the week. Noah Hicks' new single is a tribute to his mother, and the video for it is super special. Make sure you check it out. He was lucky enough to film it with his mother and his family in the house that he grew up in, and the footage is just so sweet and beautiful. And this song will definitely be one you want to share with your mom or any mother type figure in your life. So, so great. John Morgan released his new tune, Man of Few Words. And I love this track. I feel like it gives you an insight into who he is as an artist. Vocally, it's sounding a lot like Morgan Wallen to me. So if you're a fan of his, I definitely think you'll be a fan of this guy too. Although he is definitely blazing his own trail. And this song will definitely showcase that. Make sure you check it out. Jameson Rogers released what I believe will be definitely a song of summer. And it's titled Mine for the Summer. So a little on the nose there, but I'm telling you this track is so great. To me, it's a little bit of a mixture between upbeat and a ballad, which I absolutely love for. That's definitely a sweet spot of mine. And this song is so cute, definitely for all my lovebirds out there. Erin Kinsey played her cards right with new EP, Bet My Heart. And it is absolutely spectacular. We have talked about her on the show before, and I have featured her many times in my Marin's Girls New Music Friday playlist on Instagram, and I'm just such a fan of hers. I truly cannot pick one track off of this. That is how spectacular it is, and it really will give you an incredible look into what kind of artist she is. So make sure you add this to your must-listen playlist of the week. 
Morgan Wade released the first track of her upcoming album, Psychopath, and it is the title track. It's so incredible. I'm such a fan of hers. I was lucky enough to catch her last year when she was on tour with Ryan Hurd, and she's just so special. To me, she sits on the rock side of country, but with this song, it's got more of a folk vibe to it, which I absolutely adore and I know all of you listening right now will as well so go check it out and you know as soon as that album is released I'm gonna review it all here for you again another must listen for the week you can check out all the new music I just mentioned and the rest of the releases for this month on our all country news Spotify playlist And make sure you sign up for our weekly newsletter where we send the lists and links out to everything we discuss on the show. I've already mentioned this incredible artist earlier when we spoke about releases, but I am so happy that we get to talk about her again. This week, Bobby sat down with Ella Langley to talk all about her new EP and what's coming up for her the rest of the year. You can check it all out here now. I have, I've, I actually, this is so funny. This was the first question I was going to ask you. So I heard that you are very much like me that you don't ever really truly finish a drink. Bro, it is such an issue. I don't, well, I have multiple drinks though. Like I need like what next to my bedside table, there's like always a juice of some sort. Like I'm, I love juice. I don't know what it is like orange juice. If I'm in the middle of the night and I wake up, that's when I'm going to the fridge and getting um, but I just don't know why I can't ever finish my drinks unless it's, you know, an alcoholic beverage and I'll probably finish that. But <laughs> yeah, I feel like the only thing that I don't really finish is a beer. Beer, I, I was about to I say leave. that. That's the worst. The back, the bottom. That's like, that's hot. It's backwash and warm. Blech. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually got beer drunk the other day for the first time. And I think college and uh, we were at the Luke show. Uh, we, okay. we, we did that whiskey jam um, in Pittsburgh with him. And then mm-hmm. afterwards, we were like, we all got to go in the stadium and like watch the whole show. And it was super cool. But we were drinking beer. And I was like, I haven't been beer drunk since. Like, I don't even know. It's a different <laughs> kind of drunk, I remember. I love it. I love it. So talk to me. I know you have been a part of the jam fam uh, for a while. And, you know, whiskey jam is such an iconic place uh, just in Nashville and for artists in general. So talk to me about Ward, when he reached out to you and kind of gave you this offer to be a part of this really cool thing they were doing at the Luke shows. So we actually did, um, we did one last year. I think it was in like around July of last year. We did one, um, in Atlanta. That was the first one we did. Um, it was super cool. Uh, the, but we got, I think, so we played in Arkansas the day before or like the day before we had to fly. It was just like a long weekend. Yeah. Anyways, we get to our set. We're like getting, we're like 20 minutes in. We're like 20 minutes in, like you're warm and you're ripping it, baby, you know? <laughs> and then a big thing of lightning just goes across and uh, they shut the show down and we're like in there, you know, I'm like taking my shoes off. It was so hot. I'm like in front of the fan, my lashes are everywhere. <laughs> and Ward was like, do you, would you want to just go play for everyone in the parking garage on the back of a tailgate? And I was like, yeah. So I just finished out my set on someone's tailgate uh, with my acoustic for everyone. Like, I don't know how many people were in that garage, but it was a good bit. And it was like, I think it went way better than if we just played the show normally. So um- but that was the first one we did, and we have a couple more. We did this Pittsburgh one, and then um, 
we have we're doing Tampa and then we're doing Charlotte, which is Luke's hometown. So that's gonna be I'm so excited to do that one. And that one's with Drew Parker too. And then the other one's with Dylan Carmichael's head on it. So I love it. Boys, so. I love it. Yeah. We were just at the Luke show over the weekend here in Chicago. And who was it? It was like Megan Patrick, Gabe mm-hmm. Lee, and oh my God, why can't I forget the last person that was there? Oh, Channing Wilson. Yeah. Yep. So yep. that was quite the show, but a lot of people, including myself are super excited about your new project and super excited about this, like just super badass song with Co Wetzel. So to kick things off, what is your favorite thing about Co Wetzel? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I um, Poe's not gonna do anything he doesn't want to do. You yeah. know that's the thing right. about Poe is that, and that's one thing I really respect about him is whether it it, it, it what whatever the situation is, he's not gonna do it if he doesn't want to do it. So when it came to like getting him on this song, it wasn't you know me asking a favor. It was more like is this something you would want to sing on, you know? And uh, we wrote the song without him in mind. We wrote it just mm-hmm. how we do any other ride. It was, we wrote a great rock song that day and I was excited about it. And then um, the idea came about about getting Co on it. And, you know, we I've known Co since I was still going to Auburn University. I met him back there. He played a show at this bar called Bourbon Street. It was like, I don't know, 230 people there. Maybe that site would be a packed room in there. Wow. Um, and so I've known him for a while and we've been friends and obviously we toured a lot last year together. Um, we did uh, we did eight or nine shows with him uh, last year and they were all arenas. So they're just incredible. I mean, BOK Center in Tulsa was cool. And then um, so whenever we wrote the song, we wrote it in like the fall of last year and uh, we went in to cut everything. We still haven't talked to Co about it. It was like January this year. We went in to cut the whole EP and uh, we went ahead and got it done, mastered and everything ready to go. And because I know obviously there was a chance that he was going to be like, this just isn't for me, you know, fair, you know, but uh, I sent it to him. I just straight cold turkey texted it to him. I was like, Hey, I was like, uh, I think you would sound phenomenal on this song and I would love for you to sing on it with me. And I think it's a great pairing and, yeah. um, he said, this shit slaps. So, uh, <laughs> so I just, he came to Nashville and put his vocals down and he's honestly, he's, he's really, really talented. He, he, uh, I wasn't even in there the day he did vocals. Uh, we wrote the day before he did vocals together on a different song, but, um, the day he did vocals, he was in there. He's like, kind of calling me. He was like, what do you want me to do? And I was like, dude, just do your thing on the second verse. Uh, uh cause you know, we, we, uh, we had the whole song written out and he just sang the second verse, okay. but definitely put all of his harmonies and vocals there's a lot in there I don't think people can hear it's cool like being able to pull it apart and hear like the stems of what he actually put on there and he's he's really talented he's great great harmony singer yeah I love it I think you should get this shit slaps like in his handwriting on your arm I think that would be no I've already gotten a tequila tattoo from the I I can't I I have my cowboy hat so that's Every time I go home, it's just the, 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 my dad, it's just the shame. It's just not the shame, just the shake of the head, you know, like, come on. <laughs> I was like, dad, if this is the one thing that I do, come on. I feel like it's yeah, fine. It's I love fine. It. My dad was the same. My sister and I all have a couple of tats. And then we went to go visit my dad over the summer. And all of a sudden he had a tattoo. We're like, that will never happen. If my dad got a tattoo, somebody would have had to drug him and take him into a tattoo shop. And <laughs> I love it. I love it. So the song with Co. That's why we fight. Is it a true story? Like, did this happen to you? Was this kind of 
something you heard some like what was kind of the creative process of coming up with this because I mean so, I feel like it's related to a lot of people can relate to this um so <clears throat> when I went in that day I I walked in I'll never forget I walked in I was like the last person in the ride I was around like five minutes late or something and I walked in and I opened the door and I was like I want to write a rock song today because like you know and you've seen me live too my stuff is you know I get rockier out there and yeah. it's definitely you know something that I love to sing and play and do and uh part of my brand and what it's going to be and uh we uh we're in the room and you know at the beginning of a co-write usually um we throw around titles you know beginning and you know whenever you have let's say we're writing a rock song that day you kind of look at your titles and from that perspective you know what I mean and uh this guy one of the co-writers on it his name's Brett Tyler he's a phenomenal writer I write he actually wrote Country Boys on Country uh he didn't write on Country Boys Dream but I've he had a couple other ones I've written with him he's phenomenal but anyways he was like I have this title called That's Why We Fight and I was like yep yeah that's <laughs> it um and I feel like it's funny just because like my parents were kind of like that too like where I feel like that was like just how they love each other in a way you know and um whether that's healthy or not I don't know but I also think it's kind of like I, I was talking to Stormy Warren about this the other day he was like he was like that's me and me this this song is about me <laughs> like I was like it is kind of a toxic song but it's true like I don't mean like we ain't out talking about how we're like physically like getting crazy I'm just talking yeah. about the argument sometimes you know sparks a flame I don't know <laughs> I know? love it I love it and I love the album or the single art I think that is so fun and really kind of speaks to that brand that you were talking about so, I mean, I'm just super excited about the EP, um, but inquiring minds want to know, so it's called Excuse the Mess. Are you a messy person? Like my just room? In, in any way that you context, you want to take that? Are you a messy person? Um, <laughs> I am the type of person that if my room is a mess, I have a lot of anxiety, but I also mm -hmm. always feel like that's just how my brain is in a way. Like I, Kind of. So yeah, maybe, yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> definitely. You know what I mean? Like, I just also feel like I'm a very open, honest person in a way. That's why I always say like the co-writers, uh, all my co-writers and the writers in this town know way too much about my personal life. because like, I just write that, you know, like that, just go in there and write it out. You know, this is, I don't need to pay for therapy when I have all the songwriters in here, just listening to all my stuff. You know what I mean? Just write it out. They don't always I love that. So why did you want the EP to be called Excuse the Mess? I mean, I really feel like it's like naming a baby. You are naming yeah. a child. So we went through a lot of, you know, there's a couple other titles on there we were thinking about. Um, and so Excuse the Mess and this other song I have called Make Me Want to Smoke are mm -hmm. the two that I've had on there that I knew as soon as I wrote them, I've, I, those were the two I've wanted on there. Um, those were probably... Yeah, there's just the two I've always known I want on there. And the reason I think excuse the mess is, is because um, with this EP and it's funny seeing all this, and I knew this was going to kind of happen whenever we put out fight. And that's, it's honestly what I wanted to happen a little bit is everyone thinking, you know, if you haven't heard my music or you don't know me, cause I'm still a brand new artist, you know, and a lot of people don't, I think they're all like, well, is she leaning tech, you know, big into this Texas punk country rock scene, you know? Um, but I think there are different layers to that. There are many different layers to this EP and me as an artist. And I really want to start out that way. I really want to showcase that from the very beginning because I don't, 
I don't go in the room and write the same song every day or the same sound every day. That's just not how my brain works. It's, it's always been something I've struggled to explain to people of, you know, if you could pick one artist that you sound like, or, you know, it's, I've always had a hard time picking one or it's always just felt like a couple different sounds. And for the longest time, I thought that was like something wrong with my artistry, you know, like, why doesn't this sound like the same thing the whole time? You know what I mean? But I think I've gotten to the point now as a writer where I know how to write what I want to say. And that is what is cohesive through the whole EP. You know what I mean? Through all my music is it's, it's honest. It's, I mean, these are straight up pages out of my diary almost, you know, it's very honest. Every song on there is through a personal situation. You know, that's just how my brain works. I really use it as to get through things as, as, as writing it. So I think when it came to naming the EP that it just made the most sense, you know, because I'm 20, just turned 24. I don't think anyone's not a mess in their early twenties. You know what I mean? Like, I think you're just going through life every day. Like what's happening, huh? You know, I just felt like for my first body of work, like, excuse the mess. Here you go. You know what I mean? This is me. This is, this EP is so me. It is exact. It is, this is, I'm shoving it out to the world. You know what I mean? And I'm so it I'm so like excited. The most honest title to go with, you know. I love it. I mean, and I had I've had the luxury of seeing you live and you know, watching you kind of bring your energy to the stage. How excited are you to bring your energy to the stage alongside somebody else that has just so much energy, Mr. John Hardy? Well, the well, how I got the tour is hilarious, and <laughs> the fact that I'm on the tour, the whole thing, the Europe part, and then the whole U.S. part mm-hmm. is. Like he knows what he's doing when he's that. And what, what is so cool is, you know, that a lot of these tours have so many different acts on it. And that's because they want to share their fan base. They want to help other artists and grow, but you know, something special about being on tour with someone for a lot of consecutive dates. And I got to do that with Randy Hauser and Jamie Johnson and co. And you get to really make a relationship with these people and kind of learn from them out there, watch them, watch these people that have been doing it a lot longer than you, you know? So someone like him, I'm excited to get out there and, you know, it's a different thing. He's different than Randy. He's different than Jamie. He's different than anyone else I've been on tour with. So it's like a whole new thing. I'm about to go out there and learn how to do, you know, and just watch him do it. And how I got the tour, uh, I don't think I've talked about this anywhere. It's kind of funny. Um, So the day uh, I cut my EP, we, we cut the whole thing in two days. We cut it at my publishing company, uh, Sony Music Publishing. And uh, they have a studio in there. And outside is like a downstairs is like this big lobby area. There's like snacks and whatever, you know, everyone writes there too. Yeah. Um, and so John Party is at the same publishing as me. Anyway, so the first day I wore all my rock stuff. I was wearing black and my rings and, you know, this, this and because we were cutting the rock here stuff, we were cutting fight and a couple other ones that were more up tempo, you know, smoke. And uh, and then the second day we were cutting more of like the country serious, you know, meaning. So I was wearing like my cowgirl hat and my jeans and my boots, you know what I mean? Like that's there's definitely there's that's me, two sides of me for sure. So, um, I, I needed to go get a, I had to sing with the band and I wanted to get a pack of Lay's chips because if you eat Lay's, like a lot of people do it, it's really good to, to, to something about the oil is great. So really? went okay. in the kitchen to go get a pack of Lay's chips and they were playing John party over the speakers downstairs. Like they always just kind of have like all the writers and stuff are playing on the speakers. 
And so I'm going through this back little hallway. I'm like looking down and they're playing got a little dirt on my boots. And, but I was singing it like John party, you know, like me, like just cause I was in like a silly goofy mood. I'm cutting my first seat, you know, I'm having a wonderful mood. And I was like, got a little dirt on my boots. Cause I'm taking you downtown tonight, you know, yeah. like I'm really getting into it. And I'm like singing it to myself, kicking my boots around. And I look up and John party is sitting there staring at me with his hat on. And I, I never met him before ever. And I was, uh, and all I said was, I looked at him for a second. I said, "Hey, I'm Ella Langley," and then I just got my pack of Lay's chips and went out. And and uh, he called one of the publishers, and he was like, "Who's this cowgirl I met downstairs?" And uh, Anna Wiseband is yeah. her, his publisher up there, but she uh, she was like, "What's Ella Langley? She's badass. You should take her on tour." And he's like, "Well, we do need a first of three for the tour." And uh, three days later, I was in Hawaii when we got the Maui doing that and uh, got the news that he put us on the whole thing. So, I mean, it's just great. I'm so excited. I can't wait. You know I, mean? I love it. That should be like your advice to young people, like, you know, I mean, really big, like young, aspiring people in town. Just emulate people and go get a bag of chips and you, you never know what's going to happen. You never know what you're going to see is the saying, you know what I mean? Like, it's just funny because I it's just me like being so ridiculous, you know, it's like, what are the odds that he was sitting right there? So I really think that was a God thing. It was cool. I do too. I think that's so fun. So you're also doing some super exciting things at CMA Fest. We are so excited. Our team will be down there and you are a hundred percent on our must-see list and yeah. uh, included in all of that for us. So what are you most excited about for CMA Fest? Because really it's just kind of a celebration of country music and really being able to reach a whole bunch of new fans. Well, so I think this, so last year I played, I played um, Spotify House. I did one other show. Uh, so it was like my first year. And it's like your first time doing anything, you're just kind of figuring it out. You know, you don't really know what's going on. Everyone seems like they know what's going on. And you're like, ah, you know. Yeah. And so this year I'm excited to have music out, have the CP out. You know, last year I didn't have but like one, two or three songs out. So maybe two. Um, so I'm excited to for this year to like, you know have music out so people that you know want to come watch the shows that love the music can and for the people that don't know it yet can hear it and you know this is like the year I feel like I know a little bit what's going on now I can you know what I mean like I can I can do the, all the things so I'm excited there's a lot of cool things that I'm going to get to interact with fans and stuff there too so it's just going to be a really cool week I'm pumped for I love it so we are super excited to hear uh you do all that fun live I'm excited to hear that's why we fight live but to wrap things up here, if you could tell fans to go listen to one song off the EP, you could only choose one, what song would you encourage them to go listen to? It's a song called Could Have Been Her. Okay. Um, we, it is, this song is, you know, there's something about songs that stay around for a long time that I, I think songs like that say something worth saying, you know, and mm -hmm. say something that's on, on a little bit hard to say sometimes, you know, that are just honest. But those are the songs that people need to hear. I think that's why music is so incredible, because it has this healing thing about it, you know, and this song is a song that healed me from, an ex a, you know, kind of a messed up relationship, a messed mm -hmm. up experience. And um, this is so this is a song about, you know, the person you could have been if you weren't tough enough to get out of something that wasn't right for you, you know? Um, so I, I'm, this is a song that I would, that I hope people listen to. And I hope the people that need to listen to it are, and maybe are in that kind of situation, you know, whether it be a relationship or work or any kind of relationship, you know, that 
they this song hopefully is like you know what i can stand up for myself and not be in something that i don't want to be in anymore sign off you know there are some things we need to take care of first up we have to discuss our spotlight artist who is alexander lambert he is so incredible you are gonna want to just dive through his entire catalog you can check him out on instagram at alexander adventure and before i really sign off you know we have to talk about video of the week video of the week this week's video is carly pierce performing 29 written in stone live from music city and you know she's just such a strong vocalist you already know before watching this she's gonna absolutely smash it and she does and i love seeing live performances especially in nashville feels like it gives it that extra dose of magic you're going to want to watch this one on repeat you can check out sneak peeks up on our social and the full video up on youtube now that's all the country news i have for you this week visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. The All Country News Podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.